Good morning. This is Lisa living with Lisa, keeping it real. Um, it is Wednesday, June 6th, 2018. How is everyone today? Yesterday we talked about goals versus dreams, and today we're going to look at habits. Hmm, do you notice a connection? I want to share a phone call. I got a phone call from Patrick yesterday, and yes, the same Patrick that I um, pulled into my dream of me cleaning Price Chopper. Uh, after listening to yesterday's podcast about goals versus dreams. So let's hear from Patrick and I'll be right back. Good morning. This is Lisa. Hey, Lisa, what's going on? It's Patrick. Great podcast about the difference between setting uh, setting goals and having dreams. And I have a lot of dreams, but I'm really not good at setting goals. And so I need to start learning to set some goals you inspired me with this podcast to uh, try to at least set a goal. I've set the goal at least to stay sober. That's one of my goals, but I have dreams. I live in the dream world a lot, and I know that you said, you know, what are you doing? Are you living in the dream world, or are you setting goals? And I needed to start setting more goals. And uh, what a strange dream you had about me <laughs> me in the supermarket, huh? I have strange dreams. I dream. One of my reoccurring dreams is I dream I can fly all the time, and I love that dream. All right, my friend, take care. Have a good week. Great podcast. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for calling in, Patrick. Uh, The goal and my hope when I started this podcast was to encourage and inspire others. So I'm glad that yesterday's podcast on goal setting versus dreams uh, touched your heart and is helping you to set some goals. On the flip side... One of the things I love about you the most, my dear friend, is that you are a dreamer. Because the goal-oriented people like myself need the dreamers to keep us balanced. <laughs> so that's something, you know, I'm I'm not saying don't set goals, don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, life's about balance, right? And I tend to be a very, uh, I'm not classified OCD, I'm not that um, severe, but... My husband and my daughter probably would argue the point, or even maybe my college roommates might even argue the point, as they still remember me being, you know, a touch. Everything had to be so. But anyway, thank you for calling in, Patrick, and I'm so glad you're going to be setting some uh, goals. And I am very happy that you recognize that being sober is a goal you set and a goal you keep. And that's huge, a huge goal that you reached. And that's a goal that you have to strive for and maintain on a daily basis. And it's not similar to weight loss, but just like with weight loss, you can set a goal to lose the weight and then you reach that goal. Then the next goal has to be to maintain your weight. Your goal was to quit drinking and stay sober. And you are, my friend, and it's amazing. The next goal is you got to stay sober, right? So you're living a daily goal. So you are a goal setter. You just didn't even think about it. But you recognized that yesterday and that that was exciting. So today, as we transition from goals versus dreams, we need to look at our habits, right? Because a lot of times it's our habits that get in the way of us reaching our goals. Uh, Franklin Clark says, something you can do without thinking, which is why most of us have so many of them. That's what a habit is. It's something you can do without thinking. And habits can be good and habits can be bad. Um, 
I, I'm positive I have bad habits, and I'm sure I have good habits. A lot of our habits are so habitual, we don't even recognize we've done them, right? My morning habit or ritual or routine is truly the same almost every morning. And if I wasn't so sure if that was true or not, my animals would attest to it. Uh, the cat goes right to the bathroom sink because my daughter trained her to drink out of the bathroom sink. Um, and she seems to know, like, I don't, it's just how do they know these things? But I am such a creature of habit. And I like it that way. I like a little order. I like knowing, you know, what's ahead. And I like things being set up a certain way, looking a certain I just enjoy it. I can live on the crazy side a little. Um, you know, one of my bad habits is, or a habit I don't have, is cleaning my house. <laughs> oh, if my friend Karen's listening, are you laughing? Because Karen can tell you stories. Oh my gosh, can Karen tell you stories? If she's listening, maybe she'll call in. Um, when our kiddos were little, and my daughter will be t- 20 this summer, so... You got a flashback, you know, a decade and a half or more. Actually, you know, they were little peanuts, you know, three, four, five, six, little, little, little ones and our kids and we would get together and it was so much fun. (laughs) But my house was always clean, always like you could eat off the floor clean and everything was in its place. My daughter's um, room had all the bins and they were all labeled to make sure she put everything away where it belonged and... You know, we cleaned it up before she went to bed every night. Everything had its home. It was so tidy. And I would go to my friend's Karen's house who had three children, you know, under six. Oh, she was a saint. A saint. I think anyone that has multiple children. And, oh my gosh, you guys are just amazing. I don't know how you do it. I struggled. I struggled, but I was exhausted having one. But that's because I was none always focused or, you know, it's making sure the house was clean instead of, uh, you know, taking a nap (laughs) when she napped. But anyway, my friend Karen, her house, you know what? She loved being a mom and she still does. And she didn't worry about the cleaning. She played with the kids. She interacted with the kids. She took them on walks. They went to the creek. They were playing games. They were doing crafts. They were always, always busy. And when they napped, she napped, which is what everybody told me to do. And I loved her house because it was so comfortable. It was like a home. You know what I mean? And my house was clean and organized and tidy. Yeah, my friend Karen's house was so much fun. You know what I mean? I don't know. I can't explain it. It's probably making no sense. And, you know, she would tease me and say, you know, you really just need to sleep. The bags under your eyes are terrible. You really just need to sleep and don't worry about the house. It took me a while, but I've caught up. But now I, like, have no reason to have a messy house, and my house is trashed. This is just wrong. Um, In June, it usually does get trashed, and (laughs) I don't know. The end of the school year seems to, I don't know, my, the first the first week after I get out of school is usually my purge week, and I just clean the house and get things organized and get rid of things, because we have a tiny house, and if you let a tiny house go, it becomes a mess. We don't have an extra room, 
you know, we don't have a junk room or a spare bedroom that we can throw stuff in and just close the door until company calls and says, hey, we're coming to visit. And then you panic and you clean that room that hasn't been touched in a year. We don't have that room. So it's just a mess. And I was reading on Facebook, one of my friends was talking about, you know, how do you get your kids to create a new habit of not just dropping their stuff everywhere? You know, that's just a habit they have, right? Of dropping their stuff. And one of my other friends had a great idea. She has a drop spot in her house. Her kids have gotten in the habit that when they come in, they each have a spot inside the door and that's their drop spot. They're now in the habit. You know, I don't know if she started with it like taped off or labeled or, but now it's just a part of the house. That's their drop spot. It's a part of them now. It's a habit. And they say you have to do something for um, 21 days or 21 times before it is a true habit in a row. So, you know, her, her kids have a drop spot. That's their habit. My house is a drop spot. <laughs> And my husband is lovely and wonderful and he puts up with me and I and I thank him and he's like, it's not bad. But to me, it's like this big ball of clutter and disorganization currently. But that's just my June habit. I don't know. I'm just lazy. There's no excuse. But anyway, let's get back on topic because you really don't care about how messy my house is. Some of you are probably waving your finger at me or getting out your white gloves and coming over to say, oh my gosh, you have not dusted in two months. The only thing I would ask is write me a note in the dust, will you, before you leave? <laughs> and others of you are going, yay, go sister, woohoo, I'm not alone. My house a mess too, yay. <laughs> I know, you know, so habits. Habits just happen. One of my habits should be to clean the house on Fridays like it used to be. It's not anymore. And in a way, I'm thankful because I've recognized what my friend Karen always was trying to tell me. I'm embracing life and enjoying life. People that truly love me when they come over aren't going to care if I got a pile on the table or on my washer or dryer that needs to be organized. They're here to visit me, not to, you know, write a review of my home. I mean, if we were trying to sell our home, yeah, that would be different because, you know, you want it looking beautiful and whatnot. Our house is lived in. That's a fact. Um, habits. Do you brush your teeth in the morning when you get up? That's a habit. Do you realize that? You just get up and you brush your teeth in the morning. You brush your teeth before you go to bed. Those are habits that you have from when you were kids. Habits our parents helped us set. Um, here's a funny one. What leg do you put into your pants first, right or left? That's a habit. Think about it. That's, that's a habit you've developed. Uh, your drop spot is a habit. I even put my coffee cup in the same spot every morning to pour my coffee. It's a habit. I told you, I have like... Uh, my friend Elaine Miller, she wrote uh, We All Married Idiots. Great book if you're looking for a book on relationships. And she calls like all these habits or things idiosyncrasies. You know, those little things that might bother us or have to be done are idiosyncrasies. In her book, she talks about how we should value those because when our loved ones aren't there, those are the things we miss, right? Like, you know, my husband has a habit of dropping his dirty socks 
next to the couch where he sits down when he gets home from work. He has a habit of not picking them up and carrying them to the hamper. <laughs> and just so you know, I have busted on him when I've spoke before. And he <laughs> since then he's been picking up his socks. He's changed his habit because he doesn't want me to talk about him leaving his socks on the carpet anymore, I guess. And he and I, we just, we have a good relationship. So he, he'll listen to this and be like, here she goes talking about my dirty socks again. But I'm telling you, the rest of the house is trashed and that's all my fault. You know, I have piles everywhere. And anyway, I'm, I digress. So your habits are like idiosyncrasies, those little things we have to do, right? So I thank you, Elaine Miller, for that um, that connection that sometimes those habits that annoy us the most are the same idiosyncrasies we miss when our loved ones aren't there. Okay. So, you know, those are some good habits. Brushing your teeth, getting dressed, a bad habit, leaving your socks on the floor. But we all have habits and they make us who we are. How do habits affect your goals setting? A lot of times when we have to set a goal, it's because we have a lot of bad habits. We're not responding or reacting the way we should. So we create these bad habits to self-soothe, self-medicate, self-heal. So when we set a goal, we in all honesty have to change our habits. If I want to lose 30 pounds by May of 2020, I now have it written down. And I did put it up on the blog yesterday, lisambusky.com. So you could actually see how he just wrote it out on the whiteboard that's on our wall in our living room and snapped a picture of it. And I said, oh, there's certain things I have to do. I have to exercise. You know, I have to walk four times a week. That's going to be a habit. And once I'm in the habit of walking four times a week, your body ends up craving that exercise and that fresh air. And I'll be walking seven times a week all summer. And I love it. And my body craves it. I create a new habit. The first couple weeks is hard. But after that seventh day in a row of walking, three and a half, four miles or 45 minutes, my body craves it. And that new habit is established. And it's easier to do. And it's a good habit. Um, Not eating after seven. That will become a habit. I imagine a new habit will be I'll probably drink more water after seven and have to get up and pee all night because I'll want something, so I'll drink the water when I'm hungry. That will be a new habit. I'm going to break a bad habit. The bad habit is eating after seven o'clock at night. So I'm going to create a new healthy habit and not eat after seven o'clock. Does that make sense? Um... Drinking water, half my body weight, that is a habit I have. Um, I get teased a lot for how much water I drink. But that's one thing I learned when I did. It was called Transitions with uh, Cindy Josbina. So it's a very long time ago. And that was the one thing that if you can drink half your body weight in water, it really helps to flush your, your liver. And so that's something I do get teased a lot. That's a good habit I have. I'm just going to maintain it. Is this making sense? In order to reach our goals, we need to change our habits. So really, we're flipping some of our negative habits into better habits or good habits. Some of them just need to be tweaked. You know, a habit needs to be tweaked as opposed to changed completely. 
So, you know, that's part of the goal setting process is to create some new habits. All right, let's get some music. Just, just I'm going to do one song today. That's it. Grab a cup of coffee, brush your hair, blow dry your hair, whatever you need to do. And I will be right back. This is Lisa living with Lisa, keeping it real. And today we are talking about habits powered by Anchor FM. And I will be right back. That was Hank Williams Jr. Um, old Habits. He's talking about a girl, but old habits are hard to break. I don't care if it's a girl or leaving your dirty socks next to the couch where you sit down when you get home from work. Habits are hard to break. All right, I have a true confession. Are you ready? Hold on to your hat. This is the third time I have taped, recorded this portion of the show for you. Because, I don't know, I'm starting to wonder if I'm not supposed to be airing it today. Because something fluky keeps happening and it keeps ending the uh, podcast. It's getting quite frustrating, actually. And I kind of chuckled because I thought about Patrick over at We Live on a Planet. Because he was talking about how sometimes he does it three and four times to get it just right. And he's trying to not do that anymore. I'm thinking, all right, I'm doing it three and four times, but not because I want to, Patrick. Because I don't know what's going on with the podcast today. I will look into it later. Maybe there's some bugger. I don't want bugs. (laughs) All right. So true confession out of the way. So I hopefully you get the value out of this that I wanted you to. Because I don't have a script. So each time I start, I'm like, oh, what did I say in the intro? And what did I say that got lost when it shut down? Because it didn't even save what I had started to say. That's just frustrating. So, we're talking about habits. Yesterday, we looked at dreams versus goals. And so many people don't recognize that even if you are a dreamer, you're still a goal setter. You just might not realize it. Um, And the difference between dreams and goals, in case you missed yesterday's, is dreams are just, I'm going to lose, I just need to lose 20 pounds. And you do nothing about it. You talk about it over lunch, right? A goal is writing it down. I will lose 20 pounds by May 2020. What it is and then how you're going to do that. If you want more details on the actual goal setting plan, please visit, listen to yesterday's podcast and you'd be able to catch yourself up because today we're going to talk about habits and habits are something that we just have. We just do them naturally. We do them without thinking. Good habits that you have. That most people have brushing your teeth in the morning and it before bed, um, taking a shower, washing your hair, brushing your hair, using toilet paper after you go to the bathroom. This is a habit, right? It's just things we've learned to do. Think about when you're getting dressed, which leg do you put into your pants or your shorts first? It's a habit. When you're putting on your shoes, which foot goes in first, the left or the right? It's a habit. When you get home, where do you hang your keys or put your keys down? Is it the same spot? That's a habit. Uh, Let's see, some other habits you might have. A drop spot. Some of my friends on Facebook were having a conversation. One said, I need help. What do I do? My kids drop their stuff everywhere. That's a bad habit the kids have, right? Another mom responded and said, 
I created a drop spot by the door. And that's where they're allowed to drop their stuff and nowhere else. That mom took control of the bad habit of the kids dropping their stuff everywhere and gave them an exact location inside the door labeled, you know, whatever their kid's name was, drop spot. The signs and stuff aren't there now because they know when they come in, it's been 21 days or however, I don't know how long this has been for her, but 21 days to create a new habit is the average. She said her kids come in and they only drop their stuff in their drop spot. They've, you know, she set a goal and was able to reprogram that bad habit. And now they only drop their stuff in a certain spot when they come in the door. Clever, right? So a bad habit that's been changed. Um, other bad habits. Uh, I don't know. I have many of them, I'm sure. And I don't know. I'm like at a blank. Bad habits. Uh, my friend Elaine Miller, she wrote We All Married Idiots which is a book all about relationships. And if you're thinking about being in a relationship, you're in a relationship, you're married, you need to read We All Married Idiots by Elaine W. Miller. It is such a good book. And part of the book, she talks about our spouse's idiosyncrasies. Basically, the idiosyncrasy are those bad habits, right? And we need to love some of those bad habits. So it's a great book. And I was thinking about, I wanted to share some bad habits. My One of my husband's idiosyncrasies, we're going to call them because they sound better than saying bad habit. Um, you know, wherever he sits down when he gets home from work, that's where he leaves his socks. Uh, you can tell when he's watched television last because the remote is never put back into the remote bin. And yeah, I have a bin where the remotes are supposed to live. But I can tell where the last place he sat was because that's where I find the remotes. And that's just his bad habit. My habit is that they're always in the crate, right? So, and we laugh about it because he can never find the remote because he can't remember where he sat last. And of course I say, well, if you put it in the basket, you would know where the remote was. Um, Ed and I have a really good relationship. We, you know, we do have a lot of fun. Some of the things that happen probably would drive some to divorce, but... You know, life's about one of our goals we set was to stay married forever, you know, through the ups, the downs, and the uglies. And that's what we're doing. Um, so in order to reach your goals, you need to change your habits, right? So I gave the example yesterday of I will lose 30 pounds by May of 2020. And how I was going to do that, I was going to walk four times a week for at least 45 minutes. That's going to be creating a new habit. The beauty is after seven days, I'm going to wake up and my body's going to crave that walk and that cardio and that cleansing of the lungs. I've created a new habit and I will just do it. I will get up and say, oh, I just, I need to walk today. And I'll end up walking seven times a week until school starts again. Happens every year. I always have to set the goal to do it at least four times a week to get back in the habit. By the end of the second week, I am looking forward to my walks and walking every day. 
you know, so I need to change my habits. I need to go from being a couch potato to walking four times a week. I also want to do strength training. So what are some bad habits I need to make or change? <laughs> oh, isn't that funny? Uh, I can still sit and watch the news, right? But maybe in order to get my strength training in, maybe I put the weights on my table, you know, and I do crunches or, you know, <laughs> you know that thing where you hold a little hand dumbbell and you lift up your arm, you know, so I can work on my chicken wings. You know, I don't want chicken wings when I get older. It's like my greatest, I don't want gravity pulling my skin down. I don't want to be a chicken. So... <laughs> That's a habit I need to change, right? Rather than sitting in the chair eating junk food or being a bump and just being a couch potato, I could make a new habit of having my hand weights next to me and doing some arm exercises with my hand weights, right? Um, the other one was to drink half my body weight in water. I already do that. That's a good habit that I have. I learned that when I did like a class on how to eat healthier, live healthier. And that was one thing that stuck with me. And that's a habit that I've kept that I have not let go of. And yeah. And then not eating after seven. That's going to be a, a new, that's a bad habit to break. Eating after seven. I, I, I can't do that. My new habit, you know, don't eat after seven. Because that's a bad habit. A bad habit that affects our health greatly. Another bad habit I have that I can change so that I can sleep better is a bad habit is playing Candy Crush or my word game before I go to bed. Laying in bed until I'm so tired that I'm falling asleep. And neurologically, the neurologist will tell you, you're not supposed to be looking at your phone screen, a television screen, or anything for a half an hour before you go to bed. And... I am so guilty, such a bad habit of playing Candy Crush. Yes, I know. So I have all these colors. I have, you know, flashing lights of, and then the da-da-da, and then I play my word game, which is all bright colors. So a habit I need to change is I need to play that when I first get home or at some other time of the day. Maybe I should play it at 7 o'clock at night so I don't think about eating, right? Play it at 7 to 7.30 instead of right before bed so that I can get a good night's sleep. Because I want to get the best night's sleep I can, which helps curb my hunger, helps me be healthier. And that's a habit that in order to reach my goal, I need to be healthier. So I need to change some habits. So that's a habit I need to break. What are some habits that you have that you need to change? There's... You know, there's habits that you can add. Like if you're not drinking water and your goal is to lose weight and be healthier, the first habit you need to add is start drinking water every day. But then there's always those ouchies, rip off the band-aid and go, ah, no! <gasps> you got to change the bad habits. I'm going to use Patrick again from We Live on a Planet. He is so open about this. His sobriety. Every day he chooses to reach his goal by not taking a drink. And he's created positive habits in his life 
to ensure that that doesn't happen. He changed the way he lives. And that's huge. Huge. And that's something we need to do. And it's not easy. It's hard. It's a process. But if we want to reach our goals, we have to be willing to adapt, change, add some new habits, and break the bad habits that are holding us from the goals that we've set for ourselves. And, you know, it might just mean that as you're either driving to work or sitting there having your coffee and listening, what are some bad habits that you have? And if you don't think you have any, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. We all have bad habits. We all have bad habits. And if you honestly want to know what some of your bad habits are, ask the people that you live with. But here's the deal. When you ask them, you have to say, hi, honey. I was listening to Living with Lisa, Keeping It Real this morning, and in order to reach my goals, I need to address my bad habits and make some new habits, some good habits, you know, a part of our day. But I can't think of any bad habits I have. Depending on your relationship, you might want to say, could you give me the three bad habits that I could focus on? Because I don't think, I can't think of a one. You may not want to leave it open-ended. I'll be honest with you, I would not say to my husband, Ed, what are some bad habits I have that I could focus on? Because I fear he would give me a list. Because I am not perfect. I am so far from it. But if you honestly want to change, and you're not sure what bad habits you have that need to change, ask the people that love you the most. What are some bad habits I have that you think would be beneficial for me to change? And, you know, you can... You know, be honest and say, I want you to be honest with me, but I also want, want you to tell me in love. You know, it's this is not a let me rip you apart kind of a thing. Don't do that. That would be bad. But, you know, tell them in love. And if you don't want to know them all, just say, can you give me like two that I could focus on? And then once you conquer those, ask them if there's something else that you're not noticing. But I think you'll notice. But sometimes we just need to ask somebody to help us figure out those bad habits. And ask your accountability partner. You know, yesterday I talked about having somebody that, you know, you could go to that when you're having a bad day reaching that goal, you can say, I'm having a bad day, I can't reach my goal, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they come alongside you. What are some goals that you need to add? What are some habits that you need? in order to reach your goal. One of the habits I need to add is walking four times a week at least, right? That's a new habit that needs to become a part of my daily routine. Habits are things we do without thinking. Going to bed without playing video games and word games is a habit I need to break, right? And I have books that I have been wanting to read, so that can be a new habit. I can be reading from a, a paper book, you know, a print book, because I still love print books. I have them, not from my Kindle. So as you think about what goals did you set yesterday, what habits do you need to break or add in order to achieve your goal? 
That's what we're talking about today, habits. So you've learned some of my idiosyncrasies. I've gave you some examples. Uh, Patrick from We Live on a Planet gave you a true life goal setting example. I hope today as you walk into work or clean the house or have coffee with friends or go to the grocery store that you're thinking about what what goal can I set put it in writing and then what habits do I need to change feel free to give me a call I'd love to hear from you thank you for listening and have a great Wednesday you are amazing set your goals and look at those habits. We all have bad habits we could break. And there's all great habits we can add. And they're going to be different for each of us. So on that note, this is Living with Lisa. Keeping it real. See you tomorrow. Powered by Anchor FM. Later. <laughs>